Stenzlin go to Stenzlin behind my back, you send him there to hedge your bets. Either Stenzlin's out and we double our billings, or you have plausible deniability and he stays with the firm. Wow. Am I smart enough to do that? If I win, I look great. If Lewis wins, he looks great. Either way, you look great. You mean the firm looks great. Harvey, what I've been trying to get into your head is that you bought in. You are the firm. Suits season one, episode three is over, but we're just getting started talking about inside track. And if you're ready to talk about it, then suits yourself. I'm Rob Sesternino back here with the guy that I would love to have planning my rookie dinner. It's Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, I'm good and I'm hungry. I'm hungry for this episode of Suits. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Uh, We got to see some fun stuff. Also, uh, some stuff going on here with the CEO of McKernan Motors, a company that is near and dear to Harvey for a couple of reasons. Uh, First, uh, Harvey, big car guy. Big car guy. Uh, He loves McKernan Motors as a company. You know, he likes the idea of them, but he also likes the product. But it does not seem like they love him much. We see that the CEO of the company has died. um, And now he has to go be friendly with these people who are left from the board and stuff. And they do not like Harvey. They don't like him at all. No, Um, they don't like him. But do you think, was this a good idea for Harvey to entrust McKernan Motors to the man in black? Right, right. Is it ever a good idea to do that, right? <laughs> to leave something that you love so dearly? Um, so Was Jacob w- the first owner of McKernan Motors? <laughs> the first CEO? Right. Yeah. Um, you know, um, that's the thing. So Harvey brought in McKernan Motors as his first uh, client, you know, uh, to the firm. And we know that you have to leave the kids table by bringing in your first client. So he loves these people. Yeah. Again, I don't know what he did to them to piss them off, but they hate him. But he's very, he's very invested they just want to in cut the costs. success. Yeah, yeah. no, they do. But he wants, he's invested in keeping them here, keeping them with the firm, and keeping them from moving overseas, even though that's the plan. Yeah. Also, in this episode, speaking of uh, not being at the kids' table and being at the adult pay- table, that we're going to see Harvey has to buy in to be one of the senior partners uh, here at uh, Pearson Hardman. Um, $500,000, wasn't it half a mil to, mm-hmm. to buy in? And mm-hmm. for a second, I saw my guy Harvey sweating. They said, I hope you got the half a million dollars that you need. He, whoa, whoa, hold on, baby. What, what are you talking about? Is that, that dude today? I'm sorry. He's mm-hmm. not like me paying every bill I've ever paid ever. But turns out he had a cashier's check. Harvey has been prepared for yeah. this day for a very long time. Even though they tried to prank him and said, we need it today. He's like, what? Yeah. What? Why did he go along with the prank? Did, was it because he like he needs to play, he needs to play a part? Guy. Yeah, yeah, he needs to play a part. You know, he doesn't want everybody to feel like oh he's been waiting on this for forever. You know, like you don't want to seem too eager to be a senior partner. You got to like oh I wasn't pre- oh that that five hundred mil oh five hundred thousand uh, yeah let me fumble around and see if I can scrape it up. You know, he didn't want to see like yeah I've been sitting on this since the day I got here. But that's the mm-hmm. case. Meanwhile, Mike has some stuff going on that he has to do a lot of research uh, that he keeps getting tasked with going through the bylaws over at uh, McKernan Motors and uh, trying to see if there's a loophole there. Meanwhile, Lewis is uh, really hazing Mike and putting him in charge of paying for the rookie dinner. Why does Mike have to pay for the rookie dinner out of anybody? 
it's his rite of passage as a rookie. That's what we all yeah. do it. Everybody has to pay their dues. You know, you're watching Hard Knocks right now. Yeah. We see what the when rookies the have to do When do the new podcasters there. take me out to dinner? I am no longer a new podcaster, so I don't know what to yeah. tell Let's yeah. get some new podcasters in here to take us all yeah. out to dinner. Who's the fresh meat? Where's DJ LaBelle Klein? Mm-hmm. You know, what's he got going on? Take take us out to dinner as a junior podcaster. Yeah. Now, I, I feel like find I'm ready. If, yeah, find out at Post Show Recaps. Who's the newest podcaster to take us all out to dinner? Yeah, we need that. Oh, but you, brought up, you brought up Mike and the bylaws. I have to ask this question. Mike has to read the bylaws several times to make sure that there's a loophole here. Harvey keeps saying, go read the bylaws again. But we know that Mike has photographic memory. Why does he have to keep looking at the bylaws? Maybe, I don't know, that's not how it works. Maybe it's like he can like memorize it, but then if he's like looking for something, he has to go back into it over and over again. Yeah, it's like he has to, like if you ask him the question, he can recall it, but he can't just like write it down. Yeah. Like he can't sit and just scribble out the bylaws. You got to kind of quiz him. Yeah, maybe he has like the save functionality, but he doesn't have the search functionality in his brain. Mm, but no, no, they ask him questions all the time. That's his thing. You, he's, you quiz the man. He's control F. He's Jeeves. We talked about this. <laughs> it's control F. Um, so uh, then also uh, that we have uh, maybe control F U. Trevor is back uh, here in this episode. We hate Trevor. Boom. We hate Trevor. Trevor sucks so bad. And, uh, you know, we haven't talked too much about Trevor's girlfriend uh, or former girlfriend. Jenny is her name, right? Yeah, but what's up with Jenny? You know, the, we, we've been seeing her pop up since episode one. And every time it feels like she's Trevor's girlfriend. But why is, why is this connection that she have with Mike so close? What is what is this about? Is your... This is this is weird, I don't know. Right? And we see uh, Mike kiss Jenny by the end of this episode. Also, uh, Mike fights Trevor in this episode. Uh, Mike mm-hmm. kind of gets his ass kicked by Trevor. He sucks. I mean, Mike cannot fight. He's, he can't read a book about that. You know, that's true. And he does. And he gets his ass beat by Trevor. But there is a, one guy at uh, Pearson Hardman that like Mike tries to intimidate. Yeah, he kind of... Yeah, there's a a guy, Devin, and he's a douche. And Mike tells Devin he's going to kick his ass. I don't know. He's hanging out with Harvey. And he's trying to talk like Harvey. And Harvey will threaten to, you know, uh, beat the hell out of people often. But I don't know. I guess, like, Mike is, like, talking the talk. But he can't really walk the walk just yet. Harvey feels like somebody that if he needed to fight, he could. He's a very pretty man. And I'm sure he has soft hands. So he's probably Mm -hmm. not going to hit anybody. But... Mike, you think Mike comes from like a, a rough and tumble background, the way he acts. Uh, maybe Trevor was a little bit harder than him in the, in, in, in the rough and tumble mm-hmm. days. Uh, but I, I thought that scene was so so weird because you're right. He got, he's all in Devin's face. But, you know, it's easy to be big and bad when you're in a law firm surrounded by a bunch yeah. of cameras and people. He's the toughest like, guy in the law firm. Right. Right. They don't know this guy. You know, they don't know where he's from. He's He feels like he's a little rough around the edges. But deep down, like, no, nah, like if you talking all that stuff, start with Trevor. Don't come at me with that. Yeah. And so ultimately, you know, at the end of the episode, uh, you know, we kind of set up like a little bit of the love triangle here with, you know, uh, Mike, he ends up, he's kissing Jenny. I guess he, that's the ultimate revenge of like, okay, Trevor like kicked his ass, but he's still like kissed his girlfriend at the end of the episode. But for the last three episodes, it's kind of, well, I don't know if she was in episode two, but that long episode one, she's mm-hmm. in there and, and they've always been... Yeah you know, sharing long glances and staring at each other. And she, even when she confronts Mike yeah. about Trevor selling drugs, she slaps him. What? Yeah. 
Chappelle, may I? Jenny, stand up. Stand, stand the up. up. Stand, stand the hell up. up. Yeah, Get up you're girl. still thinking, Trevor, that, oh, he's changed. Ma'am. <laughs> Ma'am. Ma'am. Yeah. Girl. This is, yeah. yeah. Listen, lady, stand up because she's like, I, Mike, you're supposed to be Trevor's good influence. Mm-hmm. Even grandma is like, Trevor is not worth it. We hate everybody. Trevor. Everybody who has met Trevor has said, let him go. The cops in the first episode were like, I can't wait. I hate to see the sucker that you got to come drop this money off. He's not your real friend. Harvey immediately says, you know what? If you're going to be at this law firm, you got to drop Trevor. Before he says smoking weed, he said, get rid of Trevor. And mm-hmm. then even and Trevor's own girlfriend is sitting over here trying to choose Michael. Why, why is Trevor still here? What are we doing? I don't know. He's look. Trevor's around for a little bit. So what are you gonna What are you gonna do? Uh, let's go uh, into the McKernan Motors storyline a little bit. Uh, the episode starts off that we established that Harvey's a car guy. He goes to a place called uh, the What is it? The Gotham Car Club, uh, which is pretty cool, right? You just show up here and then you just like uh, take out whatever car you want. Yeah, that's a, this is a rich people thing. I'm sure. Like you just like uh, yeah, I just came here to drop a few, you know. X amount of dollars to drive. Yeah. It's not a rental place, right? Like they're buying I think it is. Cars. No, I think it's a rental place. I, I think it's basically, it's like a garage. They have all the best cars. And I think you just show up again. I don't, I, I'm speculating, but it seemed yeah. like that you just show up and he's like, Oh, I've been waiting for the 2011 Tesla. Good looking Tesla. Great looking Tesla. It's a Tesla that speaks for itself. These new yeah. Teslas, these new Teslas don't give what this Tesla yeah. was giving, you know? Yeah, 2023, you're not going to the Gotham Auto Club to get the Tesla. You actually might walk past the Tesla. It's mm-hmm. just not that impressive. But back then it was like, oh, a Tesla. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, so Mike's, I'm sorry, Harvey's big move here is that he needs the Tesla. Well, he wants his car, right? He wants his fancy car. There's another rich guy in, in the room who wants the car too. Like hedge fund like, guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's hedge fund guy. So now it's a pissing contest. Like who knows the most about the car? Mm-hmm. Who has the money? Who can flex the most? And Harvey decides, here, I'll let you have the car because if you got it, then you might owe me a favor. Yeah. And it's good to let you, let you think you beat me so that you so I can owe you a favor. You know. And well, he's going to cash yeah. in on this favor before the 42 minutes are up, for sure. That, yeah, that's probably a thing that we're going to see in Suits a lot. You know, uh, you do one thing for me and then we get some exchange before the end of the season or the yeah. episode, at least. All right, so that... We have at over at McKernan that we get the like changing of the guard and, uh, you know, Harvey is uh, like becoming aware that they're going to move the company overseas. And for Harvey, that this is no good. Uh, one, that he knows it's going to like ruin the company and he loves the product also so that the billables are going to dry up. So he's got a, a different plan here. Um, it, does Harvey get too involved, Chappelle? Duh. This is yeah. yeah. Harvey, Harvey, uh, for him to always say he doesn't care about certain things, he really cares about yes. this business. Um, and it's not about the people, it's really about winning. Harvey brought in this client, it was his first client, it got him out of the kids' table, and now he gets to sit here and say, Look at me, I saved this. And it's kind of like his, his uh crowning achievement, right? Like yeah. uh his masterstroke that got him into the firm. So he can't let it go, even though it does look like they're moving across, you know, across the world. Yeah. And so there's one guy in particular that uh, Harvey's got a little bit of a liking. His name is Dominic Barone, not Dominic Briones, uh, Dominic Barone. 
Mm-hmm. Not, not Dominic Sesternino. No, not Bro. Dominic Sesternino either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, no, no. Harvey might like this man. He does not like him. Say that again. They don't like Harvey. Uh, Harvey actually does not want to use this man if he can avoid it. Mike initially says, hey, go use Dominic. He seems like he knows what he's talking about. And Harvey's like, mm-hmm. no, can't use him. I got to I got to do Harvey things first before I get to that. So mm-hmm. He gets yeah. to Dominic, though. And ultimately, he's going to go through a, a bunch of different candidates, but he doesn't find anybody who's better. Um, but ultimately, uh, in this episode, the Lewis of it all comes into it where Lewis is uh, sticking his nose in and he's trying to go and tell the CEO about what Harvey's up to. Yeah, um, we ha- see Harvey go to meet with uh you know with this company and i think they're supposed to be having dinner or something but when he gets there lewis is already there and lewis is like oh fancy meeting you here and that's mm-hmm. when we find out that yeah he he gave up harvey's uh master plan you know like but he didn't know about the bylaws see he doesn't lewis doesn't have mike ross he really wants mike ross in his corner to do these things to to handle the paperwork and stuff memorizing all these facts but harvey's one step ahead of him because of the Mark, mike ross factor but it's very clear that Lewis is on the other side of this. This is your favorite character, and he's very anti-Harvey. Rob, explain. I need to know. I need to know why we like Lewis so much at this point. I just find that Lewis is so funny when he's on the screen. And so, yeah, like, I'm not necessarily like a Harvey stan of that. Like, it's only the third episode. Yeah. But but you're a Lewis stan? I'm... That look, I've seen past this into the season, and so I, oh, I get a lot of enjoyment out of Lewis. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna stand by everything he does, but Sound as far like as it. like you know, my favorite characters on the show, I, like I am always like paying a little extra attention when Lewis is on the screen. You got to, you got to pay attention because he's so slimy. He moves very quickly, and he moves in the back uh, where you can't see him. Uh, Harvey goes out of his way to dunk on Lewis in this moment because Lewis does miss that that little error in the bylaws and only Harvey and Mike know it. So when Lewis is there, you know, attempting to throw off Harvey's game, Harvey says, well, there's a reason why I'm a senior partner and junior partners normally don't catch this kind of thing. And it was just like, boom, like like right in the stomach, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Lewis Lewis caught that one. Uh, And so, yeah, there's going to be a lot more Lewis versus Harvey to come, obviously. He's a great foil. He's a great foil, and it's fun to see them watch, uh, like to play against each other on uh, on TV. This is a good dynamic. Yeah. So later on in the episode, uh, we see where you know Jessica brings in both uh, Lewis and Harvey into her office, and basically says after it, the word gets out about what Harvey is trying to do, and she assigns Lewis to go into, you know, back to the company and say, hey, uh, Lewis, can you smooth this over? And he's like, okay, will do. And that's when Harvey kind of figures it all out that Jessica set up this uh, win-win situation. Yes. So what happens is initially Jessica catches on that Harvey's been reading bylaws about this company. So obviously there's something going on. Like, why are you interested in these bylaws? Um, And she sees that Harvey's moving behind her back as he is one to do. Um, But while he's doing that, uh, she is concocting her own plan to make sure that everything works out. So yeah, she assigns Lewis to kind of go back and do this, uh, like smoothing over with the company, have him 
actively working so that if Harvey fails, it doesn't look bad on the company. Now, Harvey does not know this. He finds this out at the board meeting when it's time for the hostile takeover. You know, he comes in with his uh, with Dominic, you know, to as his replacement CEO candidate. They've they've, you know, looked at the bylaws. They've seen that this is the only time they can come. They have to be at the board meeting two days from now. The time is nigh. And when they get there, there is no board meeting. They moved it up because someone tipped them off. Mm-hmm. So it was lit. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. Um, for Lewis, uh, that, you know, it, it's always fun when he outmaneuvers Harvey. It is. But here we see that this isn't really a win for Lewis. This is a win for Jessica. Because mm-hmm. Harvey recognizes that Jessica was going to win regardless. Lewis looks good. Jessica wins. Uh, Harvey looks good. Jessica wins. Because this is her law firm. And what Harvey is failing to realize is that this is his law firm, too. So while although he has a vested interest in the success of that company, he should really be doing what's best for the law firm now that he's $500,000 in the bank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And realizing that uh, he is the law firm, uh, that is what gets him thinking about how, oh, maybe I could get uh, that rich guy from the beginning of the episode to buy out the rest of this company. And uh, the rich guy, he loves cars. And uh, I guess uh, McKernan Motors is like the company you want to buy. I don't know how great of an investment it is to you know buy a car company, but you know Harvey's able to talk this guy into it. He's like, hey, remember that time that uh, I let you have the Tesla? You yeah. owe me one. He's like, you owe me one. Do you want to buy a car co- a car company? And he's like, okay. You know, um, again, McKernan is known for their engines. You know, the design of the engine is really where the money is, even though the company was looking at it as like the name was the issue. But it's not. It's the design and it's a one of a kind. They put it up against anybody if you if you if you ask them to. And so yeah, this rich car connoisseur, he'd love to have yeah. something like this on his mantle. As opposed to renting Teslas uh, from what Gotham City car, car rental, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alamo. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> what would you say? Is there a company that you would think that McKernan Motors is like the doppelganger for? No, I'm famously really bad with cars. My, as you yeah. know, my cars have blown up. Like literally, yeah. it seems like yeah. they make like race cars. I don't really even know. I couldn't even tell like what kind of cars uh, they're making over at McKernan. Well, it's that Formula One. You know, yeah. we we have talked we've talked about Formula One, you and I on nothing but Netflix, mm-hmm. our other podcast. We talked about Drive to Survive. So check that out if you're listening to this and you haven't. Uh, but yeah, that's what it is. And so I guess it's a very niche, you know, interest in these particular engines and these particular cars. Yeah. All right. Let's talk a little bit about the rookie dinner. And ultimately, Lewis has like a whole list of things that he does not want food allergies. And he's putting a lot of pressure on Mike to get this right. Mike has to recruit Rachel, who he uh, is able to know that she is a foodie. She knows what she look. The woman has a sophisticated palate. A, a palate. She likes the finer things. A royal palate, some would say, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah, she's right. Now, she has some interesting food tastes. Uh, she, we see later on, like, what she get? Shrimp and red pepper and goat cheese on a pizza? Not my thing. Not my yeah. bag. You know, uh, I, I have a shellfish allergy, so I would be sitting there at the Lewis Lit table, personally. Yes. But, you know, someone with this refined palate, or, or palate, I guess, um, she it should be helping uh, her, um, helping Mike as far as he's concerned, uh, but she doesn't she doesn't have time for that. She's a busy woman. She has a job, but ultimately she hears the other associates picking on him. 
And that's what makes her finally step up. And it's not, it has anything to do with her being attracted to him at all. Nope. Now, yeah. This is not flirting. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, so she sets up the place for the rookie dinner. It goes, I guess, pretty well. But then Lewis tells Mike at the end that he had ordered some expensive bottles of wine. The tab comes, the check comes, $10,000 for the rookie dinner. Yeah, $10,658.48, I believe. Yeah, uh, that's with gratuity. Yeah, pretty, pretty steep, pretty steep, pretty steep. Uh, I would not be handling nor touching or even looking at a, a receipt like this, Rob. This more feels like some more of your alley. You uh, you've hosted a few dinners. Yes. Uh, not of the ten thousand dollar variety. How 20. the hell is Mike supposed to pay for this? I mean, that uh, he's supposedly like a person just out of law school. Like, I don't know, like, uh, that would he even have a credit card that has $10,000 balance or like a room to put this on? He went How to does Harvard a normal law. person do this? Yeah. He, he went to Harvard law. That's not a normal person. This is not a Harvard undergrad. This is a law school at Harvard. If you have Harvard law money, then yeah, you probably can afford a tab like this. You probably don't want to spend mm -hmm. this money, but you probably could afford it. I mean, we found out even in this episode, Rachel Zane is rich. You know, her family is yeah. loaded, uh, uh, Mike might be the only person in this in this company who didn't come for money uh, because he was able to go to Harvard. I mean, he was not able to go to Harvard and now he works for this law firm and we know that he had been doing, he did it, his first case was pro bono. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he, he is poor and this is just part of the hazing. You got to yeah. scrounge it up. Well, Harvey ends up bailing him out and coming As in and paying the check so that uh, Mike is able to uh, get away with one here. Okay. Anything else from this episode? Well, after uh, Trevor's girlfriend, who we Jenny. saw kiss, you know, he, he, she and uh, Mike were kissing. Afterwards, you know, they do the like, no, we can't. But, but Trevor, no, no, it's not right. And then uh, as they walk away, Mike's phone rings and it's Rachel on the phone. Mm. And we get it like a dot, 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 hmm, you know. So what's coming up next with Rachel and Mike? We are yet to see that, but I'm sure it'll be more of this will they, won't they? And hopefully some more won't they with Jenny, because I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of Jenny and Trevor's storyline. I need them gone. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with Jenny, but Trevor, he can go. I'm not okay you with you. You could miss me with that. Yeah. No, Trevor's selling drugs. You bust up in my house and slap me. Why didn't you tell me? Like, you slap him. Are you the drug mm -hmm. dealer? Mm -hmm. Why are you coming over me like that? You know, and like I said, they've been they've been looking at each other too much these last couple episodes anyway. So I saw the kiss coming a mile away. I was just trying to figure out, like, for the first episode, who are you, lady? Like, why are you so close to Mike that your your boyfriend's over there selling drugs? Now, Mike uh did was shocked. Mike was shocked to find out that Trevor is not a tech person at all. He doesn't yeah. have any clients. Rob, that's the funniest person, the fun funniest part of this whole entire episode to me. It's when Trevor goes, damn, you just as dumb as Jenny is. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, you don't have to live like this, Trevor. You could just you could just stop selling drugs and go do your software things. He's like, there is no software thing, stupid. I'm a drug dealer. Mm -hmm. when, when, when did I start? We he was together. committed to the bit, Trevor. I mean, he would go in. We lived yeah. together. Yeah. Like, you've known me since third grade. When did I learn these skills that you think I have? It's true. It's true. <laughs> but I guess he would like stay out of the office uh, all this time and like have all those suits dry clean. There's an oceanfront property in Arizona that I'm sure mm -hmm. uh, Trevor can sell you I thought Mike took all his suits. Somehow Trevor still has another suit that he comes back in. He's a drug dealer. He, he has money. Yeah. He can keep yeah. buying, buying suits. Okay. All right. So, Chappelle, we have to give out the Liddy. Who gets the Liddy this episode? 
I don't know. Uh, last episode, I gave it oh. to Harvey, and he was mi- moving reckless. I can't give it to Harvey this time. No, don't give it to Harvey. I, I think you give it to Jessica. Yeah, Jessica, Jessica won on all on all uh, aspects this time. She was able to use Harvey's strengths and his uh, manipulation against him. You know, um, even though Harvey was doing some good work strategically, I was impressed. Uh, all the people in this episode hated him, and he managed to get over on all of them and still get what he wanted. But ultimately, Jessica got like hand over fist more than him because mm-hmm. she got Harvey's, you know, increases and in, uh, the company. And, you know, now that they're expanding, all of that stuff is coming back to the firm. She got Harvey to be a senior partner, which we know she was invested in. And then Lewis was able to save face with that client as well. So it was a win, 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 win for Jessica. And yeah, she's amazing. Love okay. her. Love her to death. All right. I don't think we had any references in this episode. I didn't catch one. No. Um, do we have any goddamns or dammits? Uh, so according to the Suits wiki, I think we had five goddamns in this episode. Five goddamns? I didn't hear. I ain't seen no five goddamns. Mm-hmm. You, that, that's a goddamn lie. Let no. me. Uh, what, what, do they do they outline them or they don't tell us what they no, are? No, they didn't just tell us. They just give us a number. Okay, I, I counted two dams. All right. Well. We have a great way to get feedback from the listeners of the Suits Yourself podcast. Go to suitspodcast.com slash feedback. We got a drop-down form. If you're watching ahead, you can go ahead and even leave us feedback if you get ahead of the podcast. Uh, So we got a couple of questions. David Schwartz has been all over this. Uh, that David says, where would you take your firm for your rookie dinner? I expect to be invited there, uh, with you all before the suits yourself live show. Cracker barrel. Cracker barrel. (laughs) Yeah. Right. We doing it. Boy. Uh, there's no place that's more suits themed. Yeah. Uh, no. All right. Look, they just got a, they got a good, uh, chicken pot pie. You know, I love cracker barrel. I just don't eat there. Mm-hmm. Like I, I get the food to go. I try, so the uh, cracker barrel it. is where the suits rookie dinner is gonna be. The suits yourself rookie dinner. Yeah, I ain't got the money. I ain't got the money for no ten thousand dollars, Rob. We're the, we're the, not paying. Who paying, Harvey? I guess the associates. Josh rookies. The rookies. Yeah. Okay, the rookies is paying. Oh, so they they get to throw it and we just get the benefit. Yeah. Okay, this is different. Okay. Okay. All right. I like a good steak, Rob. You know, like, well, sure. We'd love, we'd love the steak. Okay. Uh, a nice, we, fancy steak. We've already got feedback coming in for episode four. So uh, go to suitspodcast.com slash feedback. We love to get your ratings and reviews. Help us continue to uh, find uh, more and more Suits fans to check out the podcast. And you can do that all at suitspodcast.com. Chappelle, where can people keep up with you? People can follow me on Twitter at Chappelle's underscore show. And you can, of course, follow the podcast on Twitter at Suits Pod on Twitter. It's, uh, it's a great time over there. We're getting a ton of feedback on there as well. I think I saw uh, some good, it was some good info about Suits. I have to go check the bookmark. Uh, but uh, yeah, leave us some feedback over there. We'll be sure to try to read it on the podcast and take note of all the things you're saying. I think we got some good positive stuff from uh, AJ Mass's uh, co-host, Kantad Svensgaard, uh said, Suits Pod, love the pod, can't imagine doing this daily. <laughs> you're telling me. Uh <laughs> But I need more Gina Torres love ASAP, please. This is officially a Jessica Pearson stand account. 
So you don't have to worry about that. We love Gina Torres here. She just got um, a Liddy, okay? All she right. just got the Liddy. It's time. All right. So, uh, Chappelle, great fun. Talk about Inside Track. Uh, we will be back tomorrow to talk about Suits Season 1, Episode 4, Dirty Little Secrets. Until then, uh, you can find us over at SuitsPodcast.com. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Suit yourself. Suit yourself.